two, two one. one. It like sounded sec- it, it sounded in sync to me. So. <laughs> okay, it was like it's a really, second delay for was, me. It was really good on my end, so maybe we should use my audio this time. <laughs> Your solo audio for the whole thing. Yes, mm-hmm. just right. me. One-sided conversations are the best. Should I just should I sync it up in post so that it sounds like we did it at the same time? Yes, of course. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, I guess this is the show. Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Illogically Sound, uh, the podcast where we pick a quote or something and then we talk about it for a while, maybe. Uh, I'm Noah Arnold. I'm Jacob Donaldbitter. Yes. Joined as always by Jacob Donaldbitter. Um, I guess we get into the quote now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally <laughs> the next step. Did you forget the next step? <laughs> It hasn't been that long since the last time, though. <laughs> no, it's been... This is the closest we've recorded together. I mean, today is July 18th, I think, right? Very nice. Yep, I'm looking at the date on my laptop right now. Nice. So if today's July 18th, we last recorded probably about a month ago. That sounds about right, yeah. Which is... I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, right? Not for, yeah. like, real people, but, like, for us, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm... There's one podcast that I listen to... Like they're sort of fortnightly, but then there will sure. be like weird gaps in there. And it's been, hold on, I'm gonna check. It's been a very long time. Hello, Internet is the podcast. If anyone wants to, this is my, this is my your episodely weekly, your, your episodely plug. I was gonna say weekly yeah. plug, but that was a lie. Um, um, Hello, Internet has not had an episode in twenty weeks, which it's not dead. I don't think, but they could be. No, they're. See, that's the trick. That's why everybody in like the, in the Hello Internet fandom is kind of like about it because well, a lot of people are anyway because Gray has another podcast, Cortex, mm-hmm. that I don't mm-hmm. listen to, but he's been he's put out like 3 episodes of that <laughs> since and then Brady has another podcast, The Unmade Podcast, which I also don't listen to, but I've heard is good. Um and he's put out a couple episodes over the course of this as well. So it's really good. You you have about uh, seventeen other podcasts you'd like to pitch to to st- 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 stifle away listeners from ours. Not today. I got to spread them out over the next you know three episodes or ten years. Sure, that makes sense. We should about the same length. Let's yeah. be honest. So, all right. Do you want to faffed about for yeah. a bit? <laughs> so you have a quote for this time. There we go. Yes, I do have a quote for this time. Are you ready, Noah? Oh, I'm ready. Ooh. I hope that comes over real, real bad on the recording. (laughs) Did on this end, so. That's good. All right. Our quote for this week is one by the popular, ever popular Benjamin Franklin, supposedly. And it is this. Well done is better than well said. Well done is better than well said. So, Noah, what did you think? Um, Well, first off, so I told you before... Uh, we actually officially started the episode, but I wrote these notes at like six this morning uh, mm. and I wrote down the quote so that I wouldn't have to keep looking at my phone to make sure I knew what the quote was. Uh, and I wrote down, you know, well done is better than well said by Benny Franks. So I think mm. that tells you what kind of state of mind I was in this morning. Ah, uh, yes. And the first little note that I have here is just promises not kept question mark. Okay. What did that Which mean? Which I no. think I know. I think I know where I was going with that one. This is going to turn into what did Noah was Noah thinking at six a.m. Wasn't it? Yeah, probably. 
Sure. So I think where I was going with that was it's like there's there's a lot of times where like you have grandiose plans for things or whatever, and you you know you you have this big idea and you plot it all out, and then you never actually go through with it. You know yeah, what I'm it's saying? Like, when you, like yeah, oh, I'll see you around or I'll see you later, and then you never make plans with them again. Yeah. Uh, that. But even more than that. Yeah, that's sort that sort of thing. Anyway, so earlier this summer, I had this. This was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, maybe not this morning, but just now. Uh, earlier this summer. Okay, wait a minute. We need some more context. <laughs> so. You were born on a Tuesday morning. Born on a Thursday morning. Thank you very much. But uh, our college has this Facebook like buy, rent, sell, swap group for for books. I might have mentioned this in the last episode. I don't remember. And it's kind of rough. Uh, It's impossible to search because most people nowadays just take screenshots of the book list. And they're like, hey, guys, I need these books. And I'm like, oh, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, please type up your books like it makes it so much easier for those of us who are looking for you to search for you and to find what books people are actually looking for and then you know we can get you your books easier you know it's it's a little bit easier that way that was your episode leo no arnold oh there's gonna be more of those probably but yeah it's just it's not great and more people are moving away from facebook so there aren't as many people on there as there used to be so it's just kind of like I don't want to say it's dying out because I've seen a lot of posts in the past couple days, but it's not fantastic. It's not a great option. It was probably very nice for the time because it was put together in like 2015 or something, but like we can do better. So a friend and I came up with this idea for like a separate site, basically like a Craigslist for kids from our college where Mm -hmm. you could, you know, post listings for your books and maybe we would have it, you know, linked through the portal and everything and then, you know, linked to the linked to the actual book lists. So it's like, you know, to make sure people are selling the right editions, you could put, you know, the price on there. People could just search things up and it would be fantastic. A problem came along very quick. Like we had this huge, you know, is this very grandiose plan. And we realized it very quickly that it yeah, was sure. pretty grandiose. But the only way it would work effectively, we felt anyway, was if it was properly linked to the portal and the book list and whatever. Because if you have to manually put everything in, it's not mm-hmm. any easier than the Facebook group. People aren't going to use it. So it has, it has to be simple to use. It's got to be quick. It's got to be flashy. Maybe not flashy, but it's got to be mm-hmm. easy enough. We ran into a problem very quickly, however that uh, neither of us know anything about website design. And Google Sites doesn't really give you many options. So uh, that project died very quickly. Mm, about as soon as it sprang up, I imagine. Uh, yeah, well, about a week later. So Sure. And that has to do with uh, what you're going to say. What do you mean? Oh, with the thing. Yeah, sure. Um, with the, so it it's, the, the first place. it's this idea of, it's, you know, well done is better than well said. Like, we had great intentions for that. We had, like, you know, with these huge grandiose plans, we had this whole idea, but like, we can't get it done, so it doesn't matter. Sure, I'll buy that. I'm really bad at like making plans. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm a really big culprit as someone who does something like that. It's because, like, I really, I do enjoy spending time with people and mm-hmm. like, like how, like, in areas of life where I like, 
to like interact like so like it's easier for me to do it like at the lunch room or whatever or go somewhere if that's really easy for me that's really easy for me to do but um i find myself well, like almost crippled in in that i just can't ever get myself to like follow through on those plans either sure so it's like you you know you're talking with the guys in the lunchroom and you're like man this would be a really cool idea and you're just bouncing ideas off and then yeah and then nothing ever comes nothing ever comes of it it's more like a, hey we should go do this or we should do this together and we're like both like yeah and then i don't see them or speak to them for the next three weeks yes <laughs> i feel like that was us when we tried to start the podcast oh yeah for because like, sure. we had ideas since I think there are probably texts going back to going back to like junior year of high school where we're like, hey, we should do a podcast. <laughs> and then we didn't start until we recorded it beginning of sophomore year, I think, the first the episode. End of sophomore year, right? No, because we recorded of... it beginning, remember? <laughs> and then it took us six oh, months to yeah. put it out. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Ugh. Seven We're getting better. Uh, whatever it is. A little, a little over six, because it was... The end of September to the beginning of April. Mm -hmm. So right around six or seven months. (laughs) We're getting better. Yeah. It was funny. I think I tweeted something about that when the one year anniversary of our recording came out, came up. Mm -hmm. I think you did. I mean, we've gotten, I mean, this shows that we've gotten better. We were recording another episode within a month ish, give or take. Yeah. Well, it might not be out for another seven months, so. No, I'm going to get that done before we go back to school, because once we get back to school, who knows what's going to happen. I'll hold you to that, Noah. Did you read the Did you read the COVID report or whatever, the back to school, hey, this is what we're doing? I have not I have not read it word for word, but I did. I have like peeked at it a good, decent amount. Okay, because uh, did you see that we have to wear masks like everywhere, basically? Except, except for in your room. Yep, except for in your room. If it's just you and your roommate, if there are other people in your room, you still have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's going to get a little frustrating, probably. Yeah, and as RAs, that'll be very fun to enforce. Yeah, like... I want to make sure the sarcasm comes across in my voice there, um, because some people may think that I actually will find that fun to enforce. I won't. (laughs) I still think you would find find ways to find it fun to enforce. I'll probably, like, get one of those little temperature guns, and then I'll be like, freeze! And then I'll be. <laughs> I should get one of those. And then I'll like put on the gloves and give him like a like a pat down, you know. Yeah. Like, or put your mask on. Get a hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't wear your mask, you have to wear the hazmat suit of shame. What did you? Yeah. What did you think about all the stuff that's gonna happen? Um, I think it's honestly it's pretty reasonable, given our campus and given the size of the student body and everything. Sure. Um. I like that we're not going back after Thanksgiving break. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, it just, like, try to mitigate that stuff at all cost. Yeah, especially since people are going to be probably trying to see family and whatever, unless they do, like, some crazy travel bans, which I can't imagine them doing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, right now it's getting worse, but I, I would hope it would get better. Like, we could turn it around again before, mm-hmm. like, Thanksgiving, hopefully October sometime. Yeah. Because um, it's just going to be, hard. like, the longer it goes on, it, the harder it is going to be to get people to cooperate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, all, it's 
already difficult to get people to cooperate. Did I tell you about the guy that hassled me at Quick Trip the other day? No, what do you say? Uh, well, I, you know, I'm going into Quick Trip, uh, and I'm. This is right after uh, I'm coming back from the wedding, and I've been on the road for like two hours now. The same wedding that we talked about last episode, right? This is so timely. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I'm a little bit just kind of like, ugh. I need to get some food. I need to get some drink. I need to. I need to refuel my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I put on my mask. I walk in the store, and this little gremlin of a man comes up behind me. <laughs> He's like, "Why aren't you wearing gloves?" I'm like, "What?" Sorry, that is what his voice sounded like. I'm not doing that much of a caricature. Yeah, why aren't you wearing gloves? See, huh? <laughs> well, he was a little bit more gremlin-y than uh, 20s newscastery. <laughs> but, and I'm like, "What?" Sorry. He's like, "Why aren't you wearing gloves? You're wearing a mask. Why aren't you wearing gloves?" And I'm like, "Cause." I can wash my hands. That's not how this works. And then he just kind of like, he just kind of snickered and left. I'm like, okay, bye. What? What? I don't understand the, the whole like refusal to wear masks thing. Like I kind of want to talk to someone who has, who like refuses to wear masks and figure out what their rationale is. Cause it just, it doesn't, it doesn't click in my head. Sure, what about uh, the infringement of rights, don't you understand? We can't smoke inside. Yeah, we also Is have that to an infringement s- on our rights? We also have to wear seatbelts, Noah. That's an infringement on your rights. I have to wear pants indoors. What the heck? How come when I go into Quick Trip, I have to wear my pants? Actually, no, they don't say anything about that. They say yeah, shirt yeah. and shoes. They yeah. don't say anything about pants. Mm. Yeah, they take your money at like twice a month and like use it for what? You know, for taxis and whatever. Social security that's gonna run out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And plus, like the, like the mask thing, and I, w- I don't think as many people understand this part. But it's not like about you. It's about everybody else. Mm-hmm. So when you, I'm sure you've seen the graphic, right? Where it's like, oh, if you're wearing a mask and the person with COVID is not wearing a mask, then you know the chances of you getting it are reduced by like thirty percent. Mm-hmm. But if they're wearing a mask and you're not, it's reduced by 70%. But if you're both wearing a mask, it's reduced by like 99% or whatever. I'm not sure where exactly those got, they got those numbers from. I've been meaning sure. to do some research on that. But mm-hmm. the basic principle is still there. Mm-hmm. It's more effective if the person with COVID is wearing the mask than if the person without COVID is wearing the mask. Sure. And then they they could take that and be like, well, why would I wear a mask then if I don't have COVID? You know, because if it's not going to help me really anyways, like it's still not as effective as if someone who like has the disease is wearing it. Like that's part of probably what they're going to say. I guess. Yeah, there's that. But then there's also you don't necessarily know if you have it. And if everybody's wearing a mask, then everybody's safe. Can I tell you my favorite uh, like rationale slash comparison slash graphic about this whole thing? Sure. It's like, imagine you and this other person are not wearing pants, and the person, <laughs> someone, start, they, one guy starts peeing, you know, like, <laughs> you know, if nobody's wearing, if we're both not wearing pants, and he pees on you, like, he's, your legs are going to get wet, you know, but if you're wearing pants, like, you're sure your, your, your pants are going to wet, but your legs are probably going to be fine. If mm. they're wearing pants, and you're not wearing pants, then, like, the chances are reduced, like, that they're going to, like, you're going to get pee on yourself, but you're still not wearing any yeah. pants. But if you're both wearing pants, the chances are essentially none that you're going to get peed on. So 
if that doesn't make you want to wear a mask, I don't know what's gonna make you want to wear a mask. That was that was probably the best thing I've seen. That I was try- I've been trying to rack my brain for an analogy for like a week now, trying to figure out how I can explain this to people, and I like that one. Mm-hmm. I might have to put that in my my little weekly installment. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure where I heard it, but it, it was a really good one. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully, I remember this by then. I mean, I guess I'll have to listen back to the podcast like five times or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's hopefully, I remember hear something. My, hear, hear my own voice. Ooh, it's so great. I've mm. sort of gotten used to it at this point. Sure. Which I know is a sign of a sociopath or whatever that you mm-hmm. don't mind the sound of your own voice. Mm-hmm. It's like if well, as long as you're not laughing at your own jokes, no. Oh, I laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> Maybe you're already there. If I laugh at a joke we've made in the past, then I make like that has to make the cut. That mm-hmm, totally. if I still find it funny in the future, that it's sociopath. A, that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am, but does it? I mean, does it really matter? Also, what's the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath? Because I feel like uh, one is you and one is me. Oh, <laughs> so which one's you? Which one's me? Amen. Moving on. Um, Do you have any notes? Uh, I got quote, some. Up. Yeah. Um, I think that one of the things I wanted to talk about, like, I didn't really want to debate, like, what's better, like, doing mm-hmm. something or saying something, because we, like, we've talked that sort of way a couple of times. And I think I just more wanted to talk about um, the differences between how people take and receive love. Because have you, have you taken the love languages test? I did, but... I don't have the results anymore because uh, <laughs> I signed up for the thing using my roommate's email. <laughs> so that he got like, I got the results. And I'm like, okay, fun. Cause I just like, I didn't want to get any more emails about it. And then I'm like, how that'd be funny, funny. if he's getting these That's emails funny. about it. He never mentioned it. Oh, we did one of the, those sorts of things with my friend uh, in 2016 during the election season. Uh, sure. We just, we signed them up for a bunch of like the people, all the people who are running, or like we'd send out all those emails. <laughs> so we'd always sign up our our one friend for all the emails, so we'd get a ton of like from a bunch of different people. One of my better moves. Anyways, uh, just for the sake of this, I did take the love languages test after I picked this quote. Okay. And there are five different. Uh, for those who don't know, there are five different areas that uh, they score you on to determine where you best. Uh, like re- like receive love like what areas you best receive love um, the five areas are physical touch receiving gifts words of affirmation quality time and acts of service and Noah can you guess which one of mine was the highest okay could you say that list one more time all right we got physical touch okay receiving it's gifts. not that one no, I, it's I, definitely I, not that one. It's literally one of my least favorite things. I scored three percent, and I think there's a hundred questions, so that means like one out of, or like there's twenty five. There's a twenty five questions, lies. No, that was truth. Twenty five questions. I saw one of those twenty five like comparison questions. I chose physical touch. Anyways, okay, physical so you're touch. on five five love languages dot com. Uh, yes, physical touch. Hate it. Uh, receiving gifts. No, that's We're, not going to be it. Correct. Words of affirmation. Quality time. Potentially. Potentially. Quality time. And acts of service. Acts of service. Ooh. So is this... I'm trying to remember how the quiz works. Is it that 
Like, this is the love language that you do the most or that you like the most? That I like the most. Um, when okay. people do it to me, that's when I feel I, I, I appreciate it, uh, quote unquote, appreciate it more or just like it better. Sure. Hmm. I'm going to say it's either words of affirmation or quality time. And I don't know which one. Um, Pick one. If I had a coin, I'd flip it. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with quality time. Fool. Words of affirmation. Ah. 37%. Quality time was about my was my third highest at twenty three. Really, um, acts of service was second. Okay, twenty seven. That's not that's not terribly surprising then. No, uh, receiving gifts ten and physical touch three. Not a big physical okay. touch type, but a big words of affirmation. For I like uh, it's not even just like telling me like oh you're good or you're like whatever or, I love you. It's like so it's I, I do appreciate those things, but it's like hmm. when people like pull you aside and are like hey this specific thing that it's not just like that everyone can see but someone who like kind of just knows you and can just uh like pick something out and say like privately hey i really appreciate this or this aspect of you or you did really good on this one example of this is remember first episode that paper i wrote the only paper i wrote that i got done ahead of time yes my teacher for that class uh she wrote on that like it was really well written and then she added like awesome qualities that could be used in ministry someday nice so like it was just like that little thing like i still think like i still think about it it's just mm. like that meant that little thing meant a lot to me sure so anyways i i just kind of thought we could talk about just like no how do you think like you like to like receive love or just get even give love and then not necessarily even in those five ways just sure. like like what are you like what do you like when people do for you well, here's the thing. I know we have a rule about not Googling things, mm-hmm. but there's no rule about uh, typing in a URL uh, and just going to a website. So I've been secretly pulling up the five love languages quiz, but then I realized I couldn't take it while we were talking. Oh, yeah. So um, I was actually I was going to see, do you mind if I take it quick? And then sure, we can do a little. And then we jump here. cut to. We could put a little. <laughs> Put a little music in here or something. Sure. While I... Put a little... You can do a little, like, ad read on sure. the site. Yeah. <laughs> or you can do an ad read while I take the quiz. Oh, I, have to, I would have to think of something. Let's just take You're... a jump cut. Like, we can record it later. <laughs> you can... Yeah, you can come with a fake product or whatever that we can sell. All right. Um, actually, well, before, before we jump cut, we should probably guess. Okay, so there... It's gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation, um... Uh, quality time and then acts of service. Correct. Those and are the five. If I had to guess, well, if you had to guess for me, what would you guess? I'm going to guess that you would like quality time because I don't think you like being touched. I don't, well, I don't know how you feel about <laughs> gifts, um, but I think quality time is better than better for you than words of affirmation and then acts of service you're just gonna find everything wrong with the thing the person did anyways hey so you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna love it as much as you would want um <laughs> that hurts so i'm gonna say acts of uh or quality time quality time is what okay. my guess is yeah. for you that would that's uh that's my guess as well quality time and then uh words of affirmation probably in a close second sure it's gonna be that's gonna be my guess Alrighty. all right so we and- jump cut Perfectly in sync again. Just kidding, not at all. That was really bad. 
So we're back. Back from the break. Back from the ad break. Oh. Oh, I just got peanut butter on my blanket. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, That's a little off. teaser it, for the post for the post credits. It came off. Don't worry. Anyway, so let me distract you. <laughs> okay. This so, is going off the rails so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so we both guessed quality time would be number one, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what percentage? 42%. Very close. 40%. Uh, 40% quality time. Uh, words of affirmation in second place with 27%. And it just drops from there. Uh, acts of service, 17%. Physical touch, 13%. Receiving gifts, if you're good at math, 3%. Not a gift guy. I wasn't sure about you, but... No, like, they're nice, but it's not like... Right? It's not like something I, I, I cherish that much, I guess. So, hold on. I'm going to pull up google photos quick because i are really not doing the google thing very well what the whole not searching things up thing today um well here's it's not really it's not searching i'm just i'm going through my uh the screenshots that i took i mean you keep notes so as bit knows i was laughing a lot during that quiz (laughs) that took me like 10 minutes to do Mm -hmm. uh, because i haven't taken the couples quiz for obvious reasons but taking the singles quiz, I forgot how many of these questions um, dealing with physical touch are very, very funny. <laughs> uh, there's, um, it's more meaningful to me when, okay, we got two options. One, someone I love does something unexpected for me to help me with a project. Okay. Or Fair. two, I share an innocent touch with someone I love. <laughs> That's so charged. That's just so charged. It's like, it's just, it's real awkward. It's real strangely worded. Like, clearly this wasn't designed for single people, but they had to modify it to fit. They're like, how can we put this in the vaguest sense possible? But also, uh, it's more meaningful to me when uh, I'm able to just be around someone I love, or I get a back rub from someone I love. Like, that's... And maybe... Honestly, maybe there are people that are just like, I don't know, girls seem to me a lot more like touchy feely than guys are in general. Mm -hmm. And I know of some people that would like, you know, they're the kind of people that would really appreciate a back rub or like that's something that they would do for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's just, it's just weird. It's like if somebody came up to me, even someone I know very well asked me if I wanted a back rub, just kind of apropos of nothing. I'd be like, "What's going on here?" All right, you're you're you're, you're I'd be, naturally. I'd be su- real weirded out. You're naturally suspicious, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, before we sing for choir, sometimes our director will have us do like different exercises, and one mm. of the things he'll sometimes have us do is like, we'll all turn to the right and we'll give a, a little massages to the people to the right, and then we'll flip around and do it to the people to our left, and it's like the most uncomfortable thing for me. <laughs> Just because I like I'm not a physical touch person at all, especially like especially with friends. Um, just like I I don't want people to touch me. I'm not like germ phobic or anything. It just yeah. makes me uncomfortable because I think I just got like really sensitive skin. Not like in a bad way, but just like I like I don't like when insects are on me. I cannot like mm-hmm. feel when things touch me. It's not great. Speaking of insects, 
there was a spider on my bike the other day when I was oh. just riding along. You know, I had gone a couple miles in, you and then I just see the bike. spider climbing around on my bike, and I'm like, and I'm trying to like kick it off while I'm Oof. riding. Probably Oof. wasn't very safe. Uh, I did almost ride into the ditch a couple of times doing that, but I didn't, and we're fine. And the spider's gone. So, um, yeah. But with the um, the back rubs thing, see, I I never found that that weird. I was like, the first time we did, I was like, that's strange. But then I just kind of was like, whatever about it. I was like, everybody's doing it, mm-hmm. so it it doesn't matter. It's like it's this, it's a meaningless back rub. It's a meaningless, loveless, passionless back rub. No, I, and it's not like I don't, I still participate because it's like, mm-hmm. like it's what we're doing. And I think whatever, if it helps sing, us sing, sure. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't do it. But like, and I could, I could totally opt out. Sure. But like the guy who stands next to me in choir or as for like the last, like three of the last four semesters is so good at him. <laughs> Like he's the only like he's the only person who's like f- unlocked me like that like ever. Um, so I can't I I feel like that's the I don't like the back rubs like as a like as a whole. Mm-hmm. But that one is so good, I'm willing to put up with it. Sure, and it's like you can't just take a back rub and then not give somebody else exactly a back rub. exactly. So I don't want to feel like I'm just like. Being elite. Stealing from, yeah, stealing from my neighbor. Mm. Uh, but here's the thing, Bit. Do you think I would rather have, uh, it's, do you think it's more meaningful to me when someone I love run, offers to run errands for me? Or I can share a meaningful touch in public with someone I love? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, what are, like... It's just like, I'm just imagining two people just kind of like creepily caressing each other like that's what i imagine i know it's probably just kind of like a I, they're, they're referencing like, buds, like your buds or whatever yeah like, Wait, i just i just like i understand people like oh you said buds i thought you said butts no no do we have to cut that yes um okay. i understand that people like different people have like different like wants desires and like different mm-hmm. things but i just do not see the appeal of like even like with my significant other to like like want to be seen like touching sure like, in, in like even like a romantic way or even in a buddy's way just like with my girlfriend i want to be like of course i want to be seen next to her mm-hmm. but like i don't want to be seen like you know full-on full embrace all the time you know you don't want to be those those people that make out in the student union or whatever no no my girlfriend's awesome but i don't need to show her my love in that way mm-hmm. i'm not sure she'd want you to do, knowing her enough i don't think she'd want you to do that either neither, like neither do i but like so it works she and out. i have talked a couple like a couple times about like mm-hmm. how do you want to because like we're different people and i'm sure you know different people noah i try to yeah they like like give and receive that sort of love in different ways mm-hmm. and i th- i i just like in the conversations especially i've had with my girlfriend i think it's like really important to like not expect the same well like the same not like always expect the same sort of love that you like always crave um because like you obviously receive love differently than i receive love noah mm-hmm. so I don't want to just like if I know that I receive loves through mostly through words of affirmation, 
And it's, well, it's still pretty high for you. It's not like the highest thing. If I just give you words of affirmation or I just do gifts or I just do acts of service, it may not like resonate the same way Mm -hmm. as like spending quality time with you would. So I don't know. I like, I just think it's important to like, not like not, it's like not expecting everyone to do what you do and not expecting to receive love in that way either. Like, sure. You will give me kind words, uh, words of affirmation, those sorts of things. But you also show your love and appreciation for me, Noah, by spending time with me. Mm. Um, Because I know that's like, well, maybe that's not like your thought process, but like that's a way that like we connect and like grow in our relationship is spending time with with another one other. And that matters to me too. And I'm not saying that the, the time we spend together is not worth anything, but there are just different ways we show and receive love. And the way that someone shows love to you may not like score high in your your chart or fill up all your little love cups that you need filled, but like it's still love, and you're still like getting love in that way. Yeah. And it it's important to like not just want your one way. Yeah, I think that's like as much as I'm laughing at these things, like um, it's more meaningful to me when uh, someone I love surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or. I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship, mostly because they're awkwardly worded phrases. But like, I recognize that that is something that other people do like, and somebody that is like that, somebody that is super touchy feely all the time. Like while it may, you know, it may make me kind of uncomfortable for them. You know, it's, you know, it's a big deal. And they, you know, Mm -hmm. if they're not getting that, they don't feel you know they 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 don't they don't feel that love and that yeah. i mean that makes sense it kind of goes to like what paul says uh when he's like be everything for all people like you just like you feel sure people's need where you like you need it where they need it mm-hmm. whether like they're in desperate need like there's something's bad happened to them or like you just want to do something nice for them too it's understanding that like those pe- people have the, whatever people's needs wants desires are and being able to fulfill that for them yeah absolutely taking that christian love kind of to the to the next step of not just you know like what would i like because i know because a lot of people say you know i mean that's the golden rule you know love your neighbor as yourself but you've got to think you know your neighbor wants to receive loves in different ways than you would so you have to kind of put yourself in their shoes for a moment Mm -hmm. it also kind of reminds me of I say it's a recent Lingthusiasm episode. It's probably not recent. I just binged through their back catalog recently. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned it in the last episode. <laughs> and the episode was all about conversation analysis and how some people, um, you know, everybody converses a little bit differently. And some people are more, um, I don't remember the exact words they used. I'll put a link to the episode in the, in the, uh, the doobly do down there show notes mm-hmm. because it's, it's really interesting and I think it's very useful information to a lot of people, but the idea is some people are more, I guess, I don't want to say aggressive because that sounds bad, but some people are on the front foot a bit more and some people are more on the back foot. Like they like to just kind of sit down and listen and contemplate and take things a lot slower. Mm -hmm. And some people just kind of barrel through. So let's say, you know, we're both two people that just kind of barrel through. If we both start talking at the same time, we'll just kind of, both keep trying to say our thing mm-hmm. until one of us eventually gets through which is i mean 
some people might find that rude. But, and this also has to do with not so much individual people, but also cultures as well and like different regional mm-hmm. things. They have some really good examples in the episode. Yeah, and some cultures that's not rude, but for somebody else, they might find, you know, if they're a little bit more of a, I don't want, I don't want to say timid, but that's kind of the... Or like, they, yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to take a back seat and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, so, you know, the other person, and the other person is a bit more, like, pushy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like... Or it's like they're the engine, engine and you're the steering wheel a little bit. Like, you just kind of, like, help guide the kind conversation of. a little bit. We're willing to be a support. Yeah, I wish I remembered you know? this a little bit more. Because, yeah, it was, it was really interesting stuff. So, you know, the one person that just kind of barrels through and the other person that just kind of, you know, that waits a little bit more. Um, the person that's barreling through might feel like they're, you know, doing a lot of the talking and they're not giving the other person, you know, it's like, well, why isn't this other person talking? Are they not interested? Are they not? But it's like because they're thinking in their own kind of conversation mindset. And the other person is like, you know, it's not necessarily that they don't want to talk. It's that they haven't found that opportunity to talk mm-hmm. because the brain is very good at distinguishing very minuscule gaps in conversation, which is something that I've noticed editing, especially now, um, since mm-hmm. we're worlds apart. It's weird trying to kind of sync up our conversation in a way that doesn't feel like there are like these weird pauses. Mm-hmm just because of the you know the internet time delay and whatever yeah even if it's like like half a second it's just like Mm -hmm. it feels so much more awkward yeah it feels a lot more awkward than even just like a third of a second is Mm -hmm. like that that small of a gap can affect how we perceive a conversation Mm -hmm. and can like kind of bog down the train of thought there yeah well because i think like your ears are pretty powerful Mm -hmm. and like it that really help like really helps you like figure out and determine a ton of the things about the world around you that's not even just like sound in general it's like the timing between the sound mm-hmm. and pitch and what all they like i obviously wouldn't know but uh people in the deaf community probably it's just it's such a different way of life i bet like on that end because you just don't have all that extra like sensory input like sure. you get it from different places but like even like driving like you can kind of or like on a bike or something you could hear someone coming up behind you or yeah. whatever like, like even something as little as that tells you a lot oh yeah um, and you just kind of miss out on that if you don't have that sense yeah i mean it's it's something uh this is something i wouldn't have noticed when i first got my car but i noticed the other day that i hadn't shut the door entirely because you mm-hmm. know i turned the key and then i'm like the engine feels louder than normal and then i just kind of like you know, I nudged the door. I'm like, oh yeah, that's not fully closed. So I just, you know, open and close. But if it's, it's one of those things that you don't think about until you have to think about it. You're like, huh, Mm. I guess, I guess that's kind of weird. Anyway, we were talking about love languages, weren't we? We were. (laughs) Or we were talking about, so when you, when you texted me yesterday and you said that you weren't going to so much take the quote as a debate, but more as, um, more tangentially or whatever you said. Mm Mm-hmm. I did not expect that this is where we were going to go with it, but I see where you got that from mm-hmm. because this idea of well done is better than well said for you, not necessarily when it comes to showing love for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, well said can mean just as much, if not more than well done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause like at some point, like when it comes to love, like you like have to realize that love is love, like people showing you love in this way is not mm-hmm. better necessarily better or worse 
and it, it is love that they are showing you. And then to be able to take and reflect that in a way that is meaningful is very important. Mm-hmm. And also to like accept it in a way that shows love and that you, you show them you are receiving the love that they're giving. I think it's terribly important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that love languages quiz, that love languages thing is while, I mean, like a lot of these internet quizzy things, you know, those like personality types and mm. whatever, they're a little bit what kind, kind of, of jellyfish am I? yeah, it's a little bit kind of like, well, you know, how much does this, like, how much does this really say about me? Cause like, I, I wouldn't take those percentages to the bank anywhere. Yeah. Like mm. those percentages mean basically nothing, but having that kind of idea and even just to kind of, op- you know, to open up your mind to, oh yeah, that's right. Different people do things differently is uh i mean it's an important thing mm-hmm. or like and if you know that about other people then too mm-hmm. you can like try to fulfill those areas of their life as well and it's not like even for me like i had my top percentage was 37 but then i had two in the 20s so sure. obviously i do take some there are there are i do take some stock in quality time and acts of service mm-hmm. so it's not like those things don't mean anything to me not like physical touch physical touch to me anything kidding um but yeah just being able to realize that there are ways you can show people love that are very effective and there may be some that you think are that may not be and there's other ways you can do that to get people to be loved to the way they want Mm -hmm. yeah and some of that i guess might just be like trial and error and just kind of you know seeing what seeing what sticks with the other person yeah that's like developing a relationship with someone that's kind of what you do because like if you're trying out words words is as simple as just saying something yeah whereas like quality time just takes a little bit longer um but it's not like not that that's an issue like there's just almost like there's different levels of uh, effort you can give to like try to fulfill those areas too so maybe if you think oh i'm gonna give them words and you give them a compliment that's not quite mm-hmm. the same as like picking something out about them yeah to say about like that you like specifically liked where that might be more equivalent to an hour of quality time as opposed to like oh, i'm just gonna sit by them at lunch or whatever yeah not like in- interface with them at all mm-hmm. so you, you just kind of have to you have to be mindful of that aspect of it too if you're trying to fulfill someone's love cups however you want to like yeah like do their love language to try to do that in a meaningful way as opposed to just like some surface level like this is a word yeah or this is a quality time or this is an act or this is a touch or this is a whatever and there i mean and there are some things that you might do that you just don't even realize are like um my roommate um i don't think i'm not sure if i've ever expressed this to him i hope he's listening maybe i'll tell him after the podcast tell him you love him ben love you man you're a great guy that filled my cup (laughs) but there are occasions when it's like when you know i'm a little bit busy or whatever and i've got stuff to do and then i'll make like a passing comment like shoot i need to you know shoot i need to take out the trash or i need to vacuum the carpet or whatever and then like i'll come back to the room three hours later and ben's already taken out the trash i'm like come on man like i don't think i think i took out the trash like twice last year because that would keep happening (laughs) like i would and sometimes i wouldn't even say it i would just be kind of thinking like huh the trash, you know, the trash kind of needs to go out and it would just be gone. And it was like, it was always really like, it was a little bit 
kind of like, dang it, I was going to do that. He keeps doing this for me. But it was also just like, it was really nice. Like, oh, I guess I don't have to take out the trash now. I hope I said thank you. I don't remember. I got to text him after this and let this him is know. Your oppor- so this, that- this is your opportunity, Noah. This is your opportunity to let the world know that you have thanked your roommate for taking out the trash. I should do that for my roommate more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there are little things like that as well. Whereas, yeah, you don't necessarily think about it. You just kind of, because I don't think my roommate ever thought like, oh, I know. Like, I know exactly how I'm going to love Noah today. I'm going to take out the trash like that. Like, and he made a very big point. Like, I don't think, and my roommate's not that kind of guy either. He just kind of does things. He's a very nice guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you know me in real life, but you don't know my roommate, you should get to know him because he's the best guy. I have a candidate for best guy in my roommate because he and I, uh, our kind of our shtick is that we're like always yelling at each other, like saying mean things to one another. But like when... Like, he knows me well enough to, like, when we're actually, like, being serious and, like, uh, talking about something and, like, this, this his little, like, I love you, man, just does mean a lot to me because I do mm-hmm. appreciate him a lot and I do love him. So, like, even, like, even those little moments do mean a lot to me. And I don't, don't even think he knows that he does it, but I do really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to, like, I know words are big for me and then I'm not always the best at, like, doling them out to... Sure. Or, like, a lot of times in conversation, like, if we're, especially, like, when we're, like, brainstorming or thinking of ideas, it's really easy for me to, like, almost play devil's advocate and or just kind of, like, be pessimistic about an idea or, like, try to find, like, the holes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to get better at just, like, saying something positive, at, le- at least say something positive in addition, mm-hmm. if not trying to frame the whole thing in a positive light. Sure. Because I know, like, how, like, it's two sides of the same coin. It's, like... Words are very good for me, but words can also hurt a lot, too. Mm-hmm. How, like, not fun it is when someone shoots down or makes a negative comment on your idea and, like, it seems like you're only getting put down. So I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to consciously be better at, like, making people feel good in that way or, like, trying at least to not make them feel bad. Sure. I'm no saint, but... Yeah. No, I get that, though. It's very easy to, like, to kind of pick things apart, especially when, I mean, like us, we're both i'd say we're both pretty analytical people mm-hmm. and so it's very easy to sit down and like you know pick at pick at the bits and you know pull at the threads and be like oh well if i just you know if i just pull at this a little bit a little bit here you know instead of looking at the whole the whole whatever and saying it's okay. really easy to like look at something and be like well it would fall apart here mm-hmm. and like this or this wouldn't quite work but it's not as easy to be like we should but we should do this so we should do this to reinforce it mm-hmm. i mean it's really easy to say like it, this could this wouldn't work in this way but not offer like a solution to it yes so even like even if i can't do that much i'm just trying to be like i don't know somewhat positive in my i don't even want to call it criticism if it's but like yeah my criticism i guess yeah. um so i'm not just being mean yeah I'm trying to be a nicer person <laughs> no i get that that is always one thing that kind of frustrates me and i know that i do and i hopefully maybe trying not to do it as much but it's it's that idea of like, I guess sometimes just complaining about something or, you know, saying something bad about something and then not offering a solution, not offering mm-hmm. anything to change. It's like, well, what are you going to do that? Like, what does your complaint yeah. really matter if you're not going to offer any sort of solution or you're not really going to be, because I mean, you, you don't necessarily always have the options, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you don't 
necessarily always have the idea that will fix something, but to have, I guess, an open mind about that, as opposed to saying, that's bad, sorry, and saying, that's bad, but how can we do better? Or how can we yeah. fix it? Or And you can frame that, like, and that can almost be, fr- like, that issue that we're kind of talking about can, kind of, like, you may be framed in a positive way if it's, like, can be as simple as saying, like, well, this is not going to work. It can be framed as, like, how would you attack this issue? Sure. Um, and that's even framing it in a more positive way. But I think it's even better if, in a step, you could find a solution, like, to that even. Like, and that, and that it's hard to say, like, do this thing if you're like just not able to do that but if that's a goal in mind you have to like i want to say this i want to say this negative thing but i'm not going to do that until i have a solution for it like i think that's just more beneficial in the long run for like all parties involved sure though it's not always necessarily like that's the that's where i struggle because that's not always necessarily the best thing to do because sometimes you don't have a solution, but there is a legitimate issue that really needs to be solved and that needs to be brought mm-hmm. up. And if you're in a, say, it's something like you're you're working on a group project, I think that's something that you know you have to do so that you can get other people's input. But frame it in that way, frame mm-hmm. it in a positive, like, hey guys, so I noticed this thing. Like we should, like we should figure out a way to either work around this or reinforce it or whatever because I want to make it better not because you're bad and you suck and I hate you you're going to yeah you want to work toward a solution and you're not you don't want you don't want to work toward a problem mm-hmm. you're trying to work toward a solution um, build up because, don't tear like, down. if you're and if you're trying to yeah if you're trying to end at a like if you end at a problem all you're stuck is with like negative taste in your mouth but if you can work yeah. towards that like at least push us in a way of a solution mm-hmm. even though it's just like stating the problem that's that's the first step in the scientific method is like observe or a second step for like observation and like asking a question yeah right something like that might be the first fact i've ever gotten right on (laughs) one of the podcasts it's it's close enough anyway i listened back to it when you sent it to me for like uh listening through it and i was like that was so stupid like that was totally wrong this other thing it started since the beginning of these podcasts i always (laughs) notice like everything i say is just wrong yeah oh i I get that. Or like when we did that whole truth or consequences bit, and then I read through the Wikipedia article, and I was like, mm-hmm. ah, this is very different. For those of you that didn't read the Wikipedia article or don't remember what I'm talking about, uh, truth or consequences is a town in New Mexico that is named truth or consequences after a game show, I believe, in the 50s. A radio show. Radio show. A radio show from like, the 50s. Yeah, radio show from the 50s. Which might have also been like a radio game show. In any case, it was like their 10th anniversary. And they're like, we will do our 10th anniversary show in whichever town is the first to name themselves Truth or Consequences. That was the thing. And so, I mean, it seems kind of silly to me, but I guess if it was a popular enough show, then Mm -hmm. are those their words of affirmation? (laughs) Naming their town? (laughs) (laughs) That was probably more of an act of service. No, let's be honest. And the quality time didn't come later until yes, until he came. Or maybe it was like a ploy to get quality time. Mm-hmm. True, the consequences just wanted to be loved, and they weren't getting enough. Mm-hmm. All right, no, I got one more question for you, and we can wrap this okay. up. All right. I know you haven't had no time to prep this, but okay. what is the coolest... Going back to our quote, uh, well done is better than well said, uh, what is the coolest thing someone has done for you? What is the coolest thing someone has done for me? Or what's the first thing you can think of, at least? 
I mean, the, well, the first thing that I thought of was like, I guess my mom gave birth to me, which was pretty cool. Yeah, ex- excluding excluding like your parents, like from your birth, like in your childhood years, and like feeding you and all that stuff. Exclude yeah. all that, like like something else. Yeah, all the basic necessities that yeah. they were legally required. All hypotheticals exclude necessities. Let's sure. let's just let's make that base comment like or that basic comment right now. Um, all all these hypotheticals should exclude sure. necessities. Jeez, I don't even know. I don't even know what the. If you've ever done anything for Noah, he doesn't remember it. <laughs> no, it's just it's hard to think of like the best thing that you know anybody's ever done for sure. me. So it was it was not that easy for me either. So because like I can't really think of that many big things. I can think of like once again like my roommate, best guy in the world. Before I had a. Uh, I guess this is the first thing I'm thinking of. Before I had a car, mm-hmm. I would often borrow his car to go to work, and he ref- he would refuse to let me pay for gas. Uh, but that was like he's a very generous man, very kind man, <laughs> and it's yeah, it was it was a little thing, it was a simple thing, but it was very like it, it was just it was very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, something big that somebody has done for me that's been sure that I've really. Appreciated. I can give you mine. Yeah, what I, have you, you got? can think while I go. I'll give you some, a couple of mine. One that's a little closer to home that I really appreciated uh, was freshman year. I didn't have a car either. My brother w- was on campus, but we couldn't always coordinate rides and stuff with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl who is now my girlfriend, before we were even dating, we didn't know each other through high school, but I didn't really ever started hanging out until college. I would. She would always be the one. I would call to pick me up from work and like 95% of the time she was able to do it. Um, like just take time out of her, whatever night of the week it was and come pick me up from kind of across town. It was a good 10, like seven to 10 minute drive just one way. So it's good, like 25 minute round trip for her mm. probably. And that I know like still even now that me has meant a lot to me. That's a little closer to home. My other one was, I don't remember what, if it was like seventh or eighth grade, the summer before those years, but my friend from Fargo, he was pretty well off. Um, his dad had connections and the Indiana Pacers and Minnesota Timberwolves basketball teams were playing an exhibition game in my town. Okay. And he was so well connected. He was able to get both of us to be ball boys for that game. Oh, that's awesome. So like we were sit like sitting right on the court, and so like we had to do like the warm up basketball with them, like pass them balls while they're like shooting around. Um, we got to sit like right next to the bench. Uh, one of the, during the game, I got to run into like the Pacers locker room, and like go find something for one of their guys, um, one of their better players. That was pretty cool. Sure. Yeah, but like he was like able to like it's almost it's almost like a gift, but like he was able to like get me into that. So I could have that experience with him, and mm-hmm. it was it was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, okay, so in that time, I've thought of three things. Two more recent. One was from a couple years ago. So I got, I'll start with that one from a couple years ago. So my dad was a big D and D guy way back in the day. You know, back with A D and D. And so. And he still had, he doesn't have any of the old books anymore, I don't think, but he still had his old dice. And remember senior year when we tried to play Osric? Uh, oh, when we, we had, did play Sorry, we, we had one session it. of Osric. And it was, that was actually pretty fun. It was really <laughs> so. fun. And like I had mentioned that and 
he let me use his dice and like his old dice from way back in the day. I was like, and it was just kind of a, it was a really cool little thing. No, oh, I thought that was really cool that you did that, that too. And then slight, uh, I guess, yeah, slightly more recently. So my dad was also a big, you know, because of D and D who's big Neverwinter nights, Diablo guy. When mm-hmm. Diablo three came out uh, and we got that for PlayStation or whatever, my dad and I played through the whole Diablo three uh, yeah. campaign and it was just it was just something we did over the course of a month and i still look back on that fondly it was just kind of a it was a nice thing that we did together mm-hmm. and it was yeah. not that like my dad and i don't do things together but it was it's one of those that kind of sticks in my brain mm-hmm. no yeah no your dad's pretty cool yeah so's your mom <laughs> so i was i would say i'll let her know but she listens to this <laughs> <laughs> she'll know anyways good your mom's also very cool i feel like i should like i I've met your mom. I don't like. I've exchanged like two words with your dad. I think so. I don't really know him that well. Sure. But I've talked with your cool. mom a little bit more, and your mom's your mom's pretty cool. I'll, I will tell her that she probably will not listen to this, <laughs> but I will let her know. And I mean, seeing how you and your siblings turned out, I would assume that your dad has to be at least you know at least relatively cool. Well, your dad would know. You can just ask your dad because they were classmates. That's so. true. I do. His picture is outside of my room. <laughs> Oh boy, Mama. Uh, but let's see. What were the other? Okay, so the other two things that I thought of were two school years ago, last school year, whatever. It was like February, and I had just had like it was a rough day for me. Yeah, I had. I'm not gonna go into the details of it, but oh boy, it was it was kind of yikes. Mm-hmm. Like I still had a decent bit of homework to get done or whatever, and I had just stuff to do and my roommate being the sweetheart that he is same guy he just yeah same guy same guy that and i i think he i would assume he remembers this as well like he let me just kind of rant to him for a little this was at like you know midnight one in the morning Mm -hmm. he like let me just kind of vent to him a little bit and then we were both you know we did homework at well well we half did homework and half watched the first fast and furious movie (laughs) Because it was like the first thing we found on Netflix. Because nice. I was like, because we just kind of needed some background, background yeah. noise. And that was the first time I had ever watched Fast and Furious. And let me tell you, that's a nonsense movie. But it was just like, it was very cathartic, and it was it was mm-hmm. just what I needed right then. And it was very it was very touching. That's good. Before you go on, just for the the viewers at home. Um, because we obviously both know exactly what the word cathartic means. Uh, what does the word cathartic mean? <laughs> uh, it's just, it's hard to, um, see if I can articulate this. So cathartic is just kind of, cathartic is popping a zit or tearing off a band-aid or... You look like you're reading a poster on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not. I'm staring at my uh, curtains, I guess. It's this feeling of, you know, yeah, it's like it's tearing off the Band-Aid. It's getting, it's this thing that kind of feels bad in the moment, but it just, it releases that kind of bad energy, that bad juju. Sure. And you just, you feel good afterwards. For some people, you know, for some people, when they got to release energy, they got to rant, they got to vent. For some people, they got to, I don't know, go for a run. Some people got to punch a punching bag for a while. Mm-hmm. And that just it releases all that energy, and you just 
kind of you don't necessarily feel good afterwards but it's this sense of kind of like a calm and ugh, more at, more at peace yeah that's a good that's a good noise for cathartic should i do it one more time <laughs> yes get a clean <sighs> the other one is yeah. better the other one is better yeah it's this the sigh of relief almost mm-hmm. so yeah you got one more yeah i did have, i have one more that i was thinking about this whole summer uh you know it's it's been weird not having interacted with anybody at all for like the past five months so that wedding was super awesome you know being able to just chat with so many friends i was like i felt like a kid in a candy store like oh there's this person and this person and that person and i need to talk to all of them and it was it was really good um but that wasn't the thing that i was thinking of uh because you know with all this social isolation and whatever um i've been having almost weekly calls with a friend and that's been just it's been so nice to and all the other things i haven't seen them in like a year Mm. either so it's just been nice to catch up with them and then have and have that social interaction and it's just it's been very pleasant that's good that's really good so yeah, I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to add on to no, that. No, I just like I wanted to have something to say while you were thinking and stuff. Um, sure. There's obviously plenty of wonderful things all my friends have done for me. Yeah, and that's yeah for me that's not an extensive list either. Those yeah, are just no. like the it's the big like, ones that came yeah, to mind. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah. Mine was kind of like what are the things someone has done for me that was pretty cool it's just in the moment. So mm. uh, I love everything everyone has ever done for me ever. So <laughs> without dragging out too much I mean, dirty laundry. True. So. <laughs> all right should we wrap this bad boy up uh probably i've been recording for like an hour 40 um yeah it'll get it'll cut, probably it'll end get... up getting cut down yeah it'll, get cut. it'll definitely end up getting cut down because there's like 10 minutes in there of me waffling about while i try to take that quiz sure and you could you could leave in my recording of all the things i was saying during that time i mean just bleep it every time there's a spoiler <laughs> every time there's a spoiler for like our D campaign yeah uh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be like two minutes of straight censoring. Good, good. I'll just I'll cut that out. We're definitely leaving in the peanut butter part, <laughs> as you should. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess we're wrapping up the show. Yeah. Where's the, uh, where what do we usually do at Noah? the end of the show? I should keep a list. Uh, they can find us at Ill Sound Podcast at Ill Sound Pod at Ill Sound Podcast. I don't know. Man. It'll be <laughs> I don't know. in the description. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the dis- the description, I looked at Spotify recently and I noticed that Spotify completely screws up my show notes. Oh, so lovely. I think I'm going to have to redo those because mm-hmm. it just, anytime I have like a break, it's just, everything's just one run on thing. There are no hyperlinks. There's nothing. So I'm going to have to adjust that a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you can find us at Ill Sound Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you could shoot us an email. Um, illogically sound podcast at gmail.com um, we've gotten a couple emails not too many but uh, mostly from anchor support and iTunes but you know yeah. still a couple from They'll real still, people as well yeah. I think that's that's where people come find us sure, uh, yeah. Do you subscribe to us on, uh, yeah so my home address is uh 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Just ask for Donnie T and then you'll forward the email. Just look for, just uh, Google President of the United States of America 
and that's where you can tall guy orange. That's where you can email. Or, yeah, orange skin. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's where you can email all of your complaints about our uh, about our podcast. Mm. President of the United States at well, it, is there just like a POTUS at gmail dot com? <laughs> they have to have gotten that right. Oh, someone. Yeah, they pr- it's like that. That's one of those things well, that they just have all, to. It's gone now, Noah. So. I mean, it's like um, after the uh, after the Avengers Endgame title was released, because like they had kept that name a secret for yeah. so long or whatever. Then mm-hmm. the trailer dropped, and it's like Avengers Endgame. Whoa! But some guy had predicted that that would be the title. Well, I don't remember if he predicted that that would be the title, or if he like had a bunch of predictions for the title, and he bought up a bunch of websites, one of them being AvengersEndgame.com or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, and he basically held the website up for ransom. He's like, look, if Disney doesn't pay me this much money for it or whatever, I'm going to permanently have it linked to the Justice League website. <laughs> <laughs> That's rich. Which is... Yeah, very funny at the time. I should check that out later and see if that see if it still links to that because that would be pretty good if Disney never shelled out for it. But it's not like they don't have the money for it. In any case, yeah. So at Ill Sound Pod on or at Ill Sound Podcast on Twitter. Uh, or you know what? Okay, I'm gonna check that right now because I keep forgetting, and I should put it on a sticky note. I should tattoo it on my arm. I should bind it to my forehead and bind it to my heart or whatever. Do you want to get um, allegedly sound podcast tattoos? At ill sound podcast. Okay. The last time I tweeted was July 9th. Okay. Do do I want to get allegedly sound tattoos? Like what? Like a big old belly tattoo of yeah. the logo? Mm-hmm. And like, Tramp stamps. No, I think Actually. I was thinking like it's like right at your like belly button level. And then like sure. your belly button is the lamp. Like the Pixar lamp, though, uh, okay. with the brain still underneath. Sure. You you mean like the you mean the microphone? Or are we adjusting it so that it's the Pixar lamp instead? Yes. And then, <laughs> just so yeah, continuity. Sure. It's a logically okay. sound note. Yeah, we should get. Um, I just had this idea. We should get little pocket tees, um, <laughs> where <laughs> on the pocket, one of us gets like the brain and one of us gets the microphone. That'd be You'd funny. probably get the brain and I'd get the microphone. <laughs> A subtle little little bit of self promotion there. Sure, we could do that. It'd probably be one hundred and seventy five dollars, um, but yeah, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like Redbubble's pretty. Well, Redbubble, they'd have to like make this. We'll figure it out. Sell it, and then yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's the episode. Then after faffing about for far too long, this has been episode five. <laughs> we're that's, halfway there. Now. That's a full head. That's we're a full head. Ha- we're halfway there. <laughs> halfway to your oh, goal. Yeah. Now. Halfway to my goal. Of- 10 oh i forgot to say uh rate us on itunes or whatever you can rate us in app i think um whatever app you use rate us uh it helps i think maybe if we want to spread this do we want to spread this i'm never sure what the goal of our podcast i don't think that's just for us it's for everybody else coronavirus going around noah but that's true anyways that's just don't spread the coronavirus wear a mask (laughs) wear a mask please way to bring it full circle noah well, sort of. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a, a lasso, so there's still some like tangling yeah. out at the front, but then sounds you know, good. To, you sounds get it. Good to me. All right, this All is right. Uh, you. I've I've been Noah Arnold, and this is Jacob Donald Bitter signing off. Oh yeah, signing off.
Also, you can add this in um, at the end. I'm eating peanut butter out of the jar. Straight out of the jar? Yeah. Oh, and it's like one of those big jars, too, like the size of my head. Yeah, if we could could show our faces on the internet, oh, boy. (laughs) That would be a great screenshot. This probably isn't healthy for me very much, but... No. I ran. I ran out of food. <laughs> Actually, well, the the bigger problem is I I woke up too late, so I wasn't able to get breakfast. That's the sure. bigger issue. Ooh, that's going in after the podcast as well. Combined with your your comment about the peanut butter, it's good, man. I will say it's not chunky peanut butter, which is the superior peanut butter. But really? Interesting. <laughs> we can fight later. I told you about that peanut butter that I got from Hell's Kitchen, right? Yeah, the Super Dijon. Yeah. The peanut stuff is, that's just got brown sugar in it. <laughs> like, why is this so good? Read the Reads the ingredients label. Oh, it's full, full of sugar, yeah. Yeah. This will be a great post-outro conversation. Mm-hmm. A little secret thing. Um, Glad to listen to the end. I also can't wait to see how long this actually took me to take while I'm trying to talk to you at the same time. I can just shut up, Noah. I'm just eating peanut butter. I'm also, I'm okay. I'm gonna take off my headphones and I'm gonna take this quiz. Okay, I'm going to make really loud, obnoxious noises while I'm eating this peanut butter. Oh, I sure hope so. I'm going to put my headphones near the microphone so I could pick up a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm.